What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the I'm Getting There podcast. It's your host, Michael Booth, and today I'm here with first-time guest on the show, San Francisco comedian Ian Levy. It was fun to have Ian on the podcast. We talked about performing comedy in different areas. He was also recently a finalist in the San Francisco Comedy Competition, so we talk about what that is like and a bunch of other stuff. You can follow Ian online at poor underscore influencer on Instagram. And also, if you can do me a favor and follow the podcast on Instagram at I'm Getting There Pod, I'll make sure to tag Ian and uh, his Instagram in the uh, Instagram post for the episode. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so yet, and hit that notification in the when you subscribe so you know when a new episode is dropping. I drop an episode every week with a new guest. And if you can go to the bio in the Instagram, there's links to subscribe there too. And also, if you are on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave some feedback for the show. Give us some stars, drop a review. I appreciate everybody that's done that so far. And I hope you enjoy this episode with Ian. think of when i actually like because i think we met each other a couple times in in person yeah. i was trying to think of the first time i think it was at the drive-in show maybe um it's possible yeah were you at the one where the someone set off like the explosive no and that's kind of what i wanted oh, okay. to add like i because oh. it's been talked about a few times on the on the podcast so i thought it'd be cool to get oh. uh, you know like a an actual account because you were the you were the <laughs> you were the person on stage when it happened i guess um yeah. is what i've been told uh, and you just kept performing. I thought is like the the part. Like I guess you just kept going. You were just like, all right, that's, yeah, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> I very much have a the Titanic mentality of I'm going down with the <laughs> you know if we're all gonna die anyway, so I might as well get my jokes about my how sad I am. Out. Yeah, did you like like how how much longer did you keep going after? Do you know it was just like I did my full oh, time. Okay. <laughs> I was I drove all the way from Santa Cruz. I'm not gonna let an explosive. <laughs> stop me from do it the people need to know my mm-hmm. jokes i have important things to say i don't care if america was under attack oh that's so crazy because i like like at the same time didn't say isn't that when sam hurt himself he was trying to run yeah because he uh, i mean he because the explosion went off and then he ran down to see what was happening and i think i believe he tripped and fell <laughs> And that's how he like messed up his arm. So it had nothing to do with the actual explosion. Oh, very funny. Like it was, it was like one of the highlight moments of uh, when that show was going on for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a weird. It was a weird moment. I don't know. I think I've just I've hit the point where, unless someone tells me actively to get off stage, or I should I should clarify because because audience have told me to get off stage, <laughs> but unless the person running the show has told me to get off stage. I will not get off until I'm done by time. <laughs> uh, I, I remember, did you ever, were you ever around it? I don't, how long have you been doing comedy? I started in 2018. Okay, so you might have missed, were you there for Brainwash at all? Did you ever go to the Brainwash Cafe? It might no, have closed. No, but I've heard, I've heard things about, like a lot of people have talked about it on here. Okay. It's like, it's like, a, it's like a relic of the past. It's what it seems like for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, it was, I was there for about, two years maybe before it closed i mean it was around like 20 years before that or something like that but i i was mm-hmm. only there at the, the very tail end 
but I, my first time there before I'd ever even tried doing comedy. Um, cause it was just, it's in, you know, in the Soma, like a, a bad neighborhood in San Francisco. And it was like, it was just this weird place of people were like doing laundry. People were trying to eat food and then people were trying to tell their jokes. And I remember my first time I was there, um, someone, uh, a person OD'd in the bathroom and, Whoa. and I wasn't, I wasn't doing comedy. I was just watching. I, I was just seeing what it was all about. But mm-hmm. someone OD'd and then paramedics had to come and, and the person was okay in the end. Like they had to, like they didn't die, but paramedics came and had to wheel them out on a stretcher. And I don't even remember who it was, but the comic on stage just kept going the entire time <laughs> from the ambulance pulling up to them getting the stretcher out to like having to move tables. The comic was like, I've waited all day for this. <laughs> I'm not getting off. Yeah, that is yeah. so funny. Yeah, and I so that probably that was probably somewhere in the back of my mind during the the Santa Cruz drive-in show of just like this is what I'm here to do. Yeah, uh, you're like yeah. If you've seen that, you're like yeah. I can I, I'll keep going through a, yeah, yeah. through an explosion. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you uh, also recently you did you made it to the finals of the San Francisco yeah. comedy competition, right? Yeah, yeah. And, like I wanted to ask what that's like because I I saw. I'm, I didn't get to go to any of it, but I saw where each like day was, yeah, and then it was kind of pretty like spread out, which I thought was huh. really cool. It wasn't just like you know like like I like just cool. No, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Driving around, I wish it was all in San. Fr- we had one show yeah. in San Francisco called the San Francisco Comedy Competition. What the hell is going? I signed up for it. Like I live in San Francisco, this should be easy. Then we're driving mm-hmm. to Chico. Like what the fuck is this? But no, no, and like Carmel and stuff yeah, yeah, too. No. I think, yeah. I, I, I joke. It, it was fine, but it, it was a lot. It was, uh, you know, it was, it was very spread out. It was a, it was a cool experience. Have you done any comedy competitions? Uh, I did the one right before the. It was like started, and then the pandemic hit at Rooster Tees. Yeah, I went and started. Okay, that was one. That, did you only had you only tried it the once? Yeah, that was my first. Okay, one ever yeah. Done. So, what was your what was your experience like doing the competitions? I realized uh, that it's good to bring people um, <laughs> yeah, at yeah. the one I was at. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, yeah, I didn't really put that much thought into, like, bringing people and having – I didn't realize that was, a you know, part of, like, the judging is having, like, a good, you know, amount of people that, um, yeah. that are there for you. But also just I realized how important it is to have – like you're like your type five, you know, like yeah, you're, yeah. you're, you can't be, you can't be up there kind of like going like, Hmm, or like wondering like that. Yeah. I noticed people that were doing that were getting like, you could just tell the audience kind of like shifted on them. It was like, uh, cause they've just seen, they were seeing other people, you know, it was yeah. like such a, you got to see like, definitely like, you know, what you need to kind of have and bring for that kind of stuff. And so that's what I was curious about is, you know, you're, you're doing it at all these different areas and spots and like, is it the same judges the entire time? No, it... so it's different judges every night. So I think that's how partly they keep it fair, which which is interesting. I mean, the problem competitions there isn't there isn't like a great way. They all kind of are a nightmare, mm-hmm. uh, just because it's even you know no matter. So someone I don't even remember who said this to me, but someone once told me like competitions are the only way to make a good set feel bad. So like you can crush in a competition, and then if you don't place, then you just feel like I'm a loser. I'm a, you know, <laughs> where normally you'd be really happy with your set. So it's, and it was just a day in day out of being numerically judged. It was just very stressful because you get every every week for three weeks every every night. There's a like a the top five 
Mm-hmm. So it's just all the comics just pacing in the back going, like, am I in the top five or whatever? Oh, shit, yeah. And so, it, yeah, it's it sucks, but it, it was a good experience because it will make you better at comedy. Because, like, you kind of like you were saying, like, tightening up your stuff, it, it teaches you to keep be very concise and very you know, hard hitting with your material, but it's, uh, yeah. it's also kind of a nightmare. I was lucky to do it with, with friends. So I was, I was lucky enough that, uh, uh, three of the, uh, well, more than that, actually a handful of, of people who made it into the finals were, uh, I was close friends with. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. But then, then I had to lose to my friends. So now, now, now we're <laughs> bitter enemies. I hate them with the. It's it's actually broken our friendship. I wish I'd never joined the competition. With like the, with the different spots, like did you find like certain areas were better suited for you for your material, like, uh, or they better like they like kind of you felt like they they were more accepting of you in certain areas, like more than others. Or I think the the uh, the place my material uh, mm. seemed to work the best was fifth place. That's where I scored consistently. <laughs> That's what I. That's where I ended in the fight. In the end of the competition, <laughs> I took fifth overall. So, uh, no. Um, yeah, it, it it varies. It depends on for whatever reason. My material is is usually better received by slightly younger audiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are definitely yeah there, there are definitely uh, there are places I go where where I could feel it, and then you know, and my stuff is also very my jokes are like ooh i'm a, i'm kind of a weak loser so like we went to like uh i mean that's pretty much my whole act is just, just be going ooh. um and doing it in like we went to like a casino one night and that was that was brutal cuz no one wanted to hear me be like oh, you know like, like they they want more like aggressive like punchlines and stuff like that and mm-hmm. yeah uh, casino audience it seems like yeah they'd be oh they yeah no they were not a they were not a fan of me it was just i don't know it's it it brutal cuz it's it's not even a paid show it was just people who just lost their life savings sitting in the audience going like well at least there's a comedy show and uh, i don't think no one was there because of the comedy they just happened to be around yeah, it's got to be like, because I've, I've heard that from so many other, like there's so many stories about doing casinos and doing like Vegas and stuff and how it's just, that's the audience. That's like the the type of people there. It's just, it's so hard to like, it's so hard to like, I had a friend that went and saw a big act in Vegas and he said that like the first like 10 minutes was just him like getting hecklers out of there yeah people like and just like getting like walking the people that don't need to be so that he could actually continue on with his act and that's like it's got to be brutal you know to but i mean at the same time that's like that happens so much at like every other you know like open mic yeah somebody you know it just depends what because audiences the problem is audiences are very different expectations of what they're getting out of comedy and some people go because they want you know a heckler to like roast their friends and some people go you know for for a whole bunch of reasons. I just saw uh, Gerard Carmichael. Do you know, know him at the Punchline? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's incredibly funny, but his his style is very like introspective. Like it's almost like him talking through like what he talks about in therapy. And you can just feel it in the room of like there was like people who were like really like I think it, it was great. I thought it was a great show, and mm-hmm. there was people who it totally clicked with. But then you could just feel that the people who didn't know who he was going in, who were just kind of there just to get drunk and be like, woo, like call my friend a bitch, you know, like yeah. <laughs> they were not, they just did not, we're not ready for that to have him come up 
and just just yeah talk openly about his relationship with his father and stuff like that so it's it's interesting what people everyone comes to comedy shows the different expectations of what they're getting is i can't like i i've only done a few um like mics or shows in san francisco yeah and that's why i was asking about like different areas because i notice so many different like uh so many different people also just in the different areas but just like what mm-hmm. is what you can joke about or like what you how your jokes work in in like the like san jose versus san francisco versus santa cruz versus you know like uh somewhere else like in like up towards like central like 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 Modesto area yeah, and yeah. stuff. Um, and like, it's, it's always something interesting. Cause it's, it's like, you're, you're always working. It's always like, you're trying to tweak it. So it fits everybody, but yeah. it's so, it's so different. And I wonder like, as somebody, cause you're kind of a, uh, you're like from San Francisco. Like that's uh, I'm from Sacramento originally, but I, I've oh, lived okay. in San Francisco. I, I started doing comedy in San Francisco and I've lived here uh, about eight years. Okay. So like doing you, like you said, you have like the, your act is kind of like, you know, I'm like, like I'm weaker, like, yeah. you know, like, uh, kind of like, how, how do you feel, um, that like, like, obviously it doesn't translate some areas, like you said, but how do you like overcome, like, do you try to, cause more people I've said that like, they try to introduce themselves more. Like, do you feel that like once you get through that, it works? Like, can you, like, do you have to like, kind of like just get them over onto your side or yeah, I'm, I'm always curious. Yeah, you just, you hope, you know, I mean, a a harsh reality is just no matter what you're like, not everyone is going to like you. And so I think it's really hard to, I think you can write very generic stuff that is more broad appealing. And you you could write specific stuff that has broad appeal, but I think it's really hard to do. And I'm not talented enough to do that. So um, this is where you're supposed to disagree. But uh, <laughs> no, no, you're brilliant. No, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, no. no. Um, but but yeah, I I think my what well, my kind of comedy I try to do is very personal, and I've just learned over the years is like I I think hopefully enough people like it. I want everyone to like it, but just I you know I've I've met myself, so I know not everyone's gonna like me. Uh, so you, you just, at that point, you just gotta be like, try to be authentic to yourself. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And just, and accept it. I think that, it does. Yeah. And I think that's what comes across. Like, cause I've seen you perform a handful of times. It's like, you're, you seem very genuine, like oh. even off stage too. Like, you know, you're just like, I'm not off stage. No, I'm totally different. <laughs> I'm a classic Bill Cosby, as we call it in the industry. <laughs> it was a nice week on stage, but off stage, <laughs> real mom. I got some demons. And what you were saying right there, I think that you hit it on the head, like trying to shine through and like just with like yourself, like being authentic and stuff. Yeah. It's like you can't hate on somebody really or like not like give them benefit of the doubt if they're being like genuinely themselves and being open. Like, yeah, like, like, like we were talking about with like, you know, like the, the Carmichael like uh, set. Where yeah, it's yeah. Just like that's like some pretty, you know, like private stuff you'd feel like to okay. just be like talking about on stage no um, totally i uh yeah i mean i think that's why people don't like you know why hacky comedy gets it's so much shit is because the jokes work it's not like they're bad jokes they're just generic it doesn't tell you you know like a hack joke is just something that anyone could come up with so it doesn't tell you anything about the the comic yeah i i mm-hmm, yeah it's like 
like I was like the the it's like the open micer that just comes up and does street jokes. Yeah, it's like. Well, I mean, I I, I like street jokes actually, but but d- doing it as a, if you pass off as your own, that's not good. But if you know, it's uh, it is what it, I just there's, I, there's some good ones. Someone just told me one I liked is uh, what do you call a overweight psychic? What a fortune teller. <laughs> dumb joke but i liked it it's dumb but yeah. yeah it's it's uh those ones are like the yeah <laughs> i like anti-jokes too have you ever yeah uh, yeah those are great yeah I'm a, I'm a big fan of british comedy and so and it's just not funny at all uh <laughs> no. i wanted to bring up i have some uh some like some current event stuff or i guess some new stuff that i thought would be fun to talk about Sure. Um, now, whatever you want to do. Oscar Oscar Meyer, I'm sure you're familiar. Uh, okay. Yeah. Has branched out from just doing uh, lunch meets, and they now have a like it's like a a beauty like a, a baloney face mask. It looks like baloney, but it's like a it like rejuvenates. It's like a face rejuvenation yeah. face mask, you know. And it uh, it's it looks similar to like those clear ones you'd see, but it's just pink. And it looks it looks exactly like the bologna, and it even comes in the the like the red and yellow packaging. And it's like you peel it open, and it's just. I thought it was so interesting of them to just like to diversify, but that's where they choose to go, you know. Instead of (laughs) instead of like going into like maybe having like a like a cheese line or something, they just go right for for oh, this is just put it on your face. Is, Is it is it a real product or is it made up? No, this is. I think this is a this legit, legit. Are you like sure? Because it uh, sounds like baloney to me. <laughs> I was not ready for that. <laughs> I, was, I was. I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> I legit thought you were questioning. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, you can get it on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're being so nice, and genuine. I was just setting you up for a dumb, stupid joke. That's all I have. I don't have any insight or anything of value to offer. Just terrible, terrible. Jokes. I just thought it was funny. Like, there's so many people making videos of themselves uh, just doing this. Like, the is this, does it work? And it's like, yeah, I think they're trying to, they're trying to get into the market of fate. It's not, well, like you, know, you know what? If I'm being serious, what I, what that sounds like to me is so, so are, are you saying people online are like actually trying the face mask? Are they like filming? Yeah, themselves? I think it's people are ordering it and being like, "Is this really?" You know, it's well. See, it's to me, what it's thing. what it well exactly. It sounds like they invented a product that they knew was crap, so that people because it's all about doing something dumb and ridiculous now. And now mm-hmm. all, that you have all these twelve-year-olds talking about Oscar Mayer, um, and they couldn't do like the you know they. They had to come up with their own part. They can't start like the the Oscar Mayer Wiener Challenge like with you know yeah. eight year olds. Like that that sounds bad <laughs> on TikTok. So they needed a new. They needed the face mask. But, it, it's, but a lot of the people are like older. It's okay, like, fair. I know, I know. It's, it's TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, I hear some some people are as old as thirteen on there. So mm-hmm. is, yeah, yeah, they're getting no. But I just I thought it was I thought it's like good for Oscar Mayer. You know, like yeah, you're yeah. saying like uh, they they knew people would go for it. And yeah, I'm wondering if there's going to be the the comparison video. Um, like, uh, does the the face is the face mask versus the actual baloney benefits? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and like, <laughs> I would, I would try uh, it with I would try it with veggie baloney. 
the fa- I'm, I'm vegetarian, so I would do it. I am legally obligated to mention that every five minutes. But uh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's important. <laughs> I'll you keep know. it. Yeah, 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 exactly. for you. <laughs> yeah. So, but if you send me, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll try it with with fake baloney. Or, or, or I wonder if it's as the brand is called phony baloney. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was mad, I I was mad at was, myself as I was saying that one. No good. I saw it. I was at the store. They had incognito. Mm. It's like a fake burger patty. I always thought that was a good, like another good name for. Like I, they have, I don't know. Like they, I don't. I've I've tried. I've tried some of it. It's pretty. It's pretty decent. Like the yeah. I've I've had a bunch of the the fake meats over the years. I like them, but I I yeah. It's, they're not too bad. It's what I'm used to eating. I grew up vegetarian, so. Okay. Yeah, I've I've had a lot of a lot of phony baloney over the years. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I thought uh, would here's here's my question: Would you do the face mask? Um, I I've done some before, and I think I would. I if I think I might try it. I, I mean, if it was like if somebody gave me one, you know, I don't think okay, I'm but you wouldn't you like, wouldn't pay for it. I don't think I, I don't, I don't, I don't use them. I'm not like a, a I'm not like, you know, really? a face mask. You got such person, nice pores. You know? No. <laughs> Thanks, dude. The Zoom, it's the Zoom. Uh, yeah, no, I, I know. Thing, I can yeah. tell you don't. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be nice. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. No, I was, uh, yeah clearly. I mean, look at your general demeanor. Uh, well, this actually brings like up the Greasy next... pores. If ever... okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a perfect transition, actually, to the next thing I wanted to talk about. Which is like the, the I saw this other thing um, it's from the hustle. It talks about Zoom fatigue. Okay. Uh, just because a lot of you know companies and people for the past two years have been using Zoom for work, and there's like this study going on about uh, people just kind of they just like Zoom fatigue is a real thing, and uh, the leading cause of it, which I thought was kind of sad, is that people don't like looking at their own face. Like if you think your face looks bad, it's like the leading cause of like uh, you experiencing Zoom fatigue, I guess. Yeah. And then there, another article was like, don't like your face. And it's like <laughs> ways to get over Zoom fatigue. <laughs> and the comments are like, just turn your fucking camera off, you know? Yeah. Like, that makes sense. Um, Do a filter. Make, but I guess. Make yourself a cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it made me think about this because I do this podcast mostly on Zoom. I'm like, I don't really like the way that I look, but I'm at least I'm not like doing this eight hours a day. Yeah. Or on Zoom. Well, do you like feel like you have? Time. Do you feel like you have Zoom fatigue? I don't think so. I don't think okay. I'm. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 fine. I mean, if if I was you, I would have Zoom fatigue. But uh, no. I'm just... <laughs> Uh, but uh but me being me you know i love looking at my faces <laughs> yeah do you I, like you uh did you have to use zoom a lot or are you working personally uh, with the you, pandemic or? uh you know so i had a really weird for a few months during the pandemic i was i was working cafes before pandemic and then mm-hmm. pandemic shut down all of my all of my work um and then i did pick up a job uh part-time being it, it sounds like a made up just the, this is the hellscape we live in i was a, a host of a zoom game show that was for like companies it was like they would it would be like the you know the jitterbit uh marketing team is hiring this guy for an hour and i would play like a version of family feud and if any like score up points 
and it was okay. like a whole it was it was like a whole thing that just like tech companies just for out of sheer boredom people would hire and so i, I didn't do it privately like a company hired me because mm-hmm. there was this like posting i'm on some like freelancer website and there's a posting like hey are you a personality type who likes you know do you have a fun personality and like i thought it would be like like hosting a i, I thought i was signing up for an actual game show like i was mm-hmm. like i'm gonna be famous and rich <laughs> and then it was me in my underpants hosting Family Feud for the Salesforce marketing team. And I'm like, yeah, fuck. Wow. Was that – so, like, you would you would all get on Zoom? Like, did you have to, like, have, like, a background? Did you have, like, a certain background you'd have for your um, – n- Or were you kind of just – No, we didn't have a certain background. But there was, like, a program where they would, like, screen share and then they could see, like, it looked like, like the Family Feud mm-hmm. thing. And then you click oh, okay. on stuff. But it was super – so my computer, I had a really horrible laptop. So it wasn't technically powerful. And, like, essentially, the Family Feud game was uh, an elaborate slideshow. And my computer <laughs> wasn't powerful enough to run it, really, at the the fidelity it's supposed to have. So it had a lot of drama of every time I clicked on an answer, was my computer going to crash or not and kick everyone out? So it was, it was very exciting. But I, I did that for, for a while – I, I learned that the uh, the departments, because, uh, you know, you get different departments. Uh, mm-hmm. And the, the most fun, but also the saddest, was always the accounting department. Every time <laughs> I hosted, they were the only ones. It would be like 11 a.m. and they'd all be drinking. And you're like, oh, wow. yeah, oh, yeah, no, you saw some real darkness in people. <laughs> and the accounting team, they would just tell me, like, oh, yeah, we hate our job. Like, they wouldn't even try to hide it or anything. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, thanks for this, dude. Yeah, You're yeah, like, yeah. Like, this is the only respite from my waking nightmare of being an accountant. That's so crazy. You're just like, basically, like, just spending time, like, getting, like, it's just any. <laughs> yeah. We're like, they're like, thank you for this release. Yeah, you know, yeah. From, they're like, I'm so sad. Job. And then I'd be like, hey, if you like this, you could check out some of my comedy clips. You know, I'm a, I'm a comedian. And they'd be like, I'm good. And then they would go back to <laughs> accounting. But. <laughs> It was the usual. Like, if you just want to pull us into this lobby so that we could drink for an hour, yeah, every yeah, Friday, yeah. I mean, this is this is the shit. Dude. Yeah, yeah. It was. I got one good joke out of it because they had to. There was like a, a mini game. We used to do like these little mini games where the, the programs were loading up and stuff. Called uh, and, and one was like try not to try not to laugh. Okay, so you see who was. I'll, I'll do it on you. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this joke. Okay, and we'll see if if this joke will break you. Or if you you can you can hold okay are you, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, knock knock. Who's there? I eat mop. I eat my poo. You eat your poo. <laughs> That's pretty gross. <laughs> I'm gonna count that as a laugh. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> It's the kind of fun we would have with marketing. Do the clips from this episode are just going to be you doing those, like every uh, joke you told me that's like that the, so far? That's oh. the, come out, that's come out to see me live. I'm poor influencer <laughs> on Instagram. I'll be doing shows all around the Bay Area. That's the kind of if marketing or well, accounting teams love me. That's if you're an accountant. <laughs> yeah, if you're an accountant, if you're an accountant. Joke. I've got the jokes for you. Oh man! <laughs> uh, did you know that there is a difference between uh, butter on the East Coast and West Coast? Were you aware of this? Uh, I am. I am not aware. This is the first time hearing about it. 
And today I was like just going through and this is like a big topic I guess people are discussing is that uh, – don't, um, don't spoil it for me. Oh, you don't want to know? No, I don't. I'd rather not. Okay. Okay. I mean, I can just, yeah, we could. No, I'll just, they're different. They're different. I'm just, just, yeah, no, no, no. I'm just trying to ruin you. No, it's really not even that big of a difference, but it just kind of, I don't know. I just learned a lot about the history of butter today. Okay. For some reason. Like, it's just. God, what is your life? I don't know, dude. (laughs) You have a job? What's happening? I do have a job. about the history of butter? To be fair, you have the the pores of a I got stoned earlier, and I was like. He knows the history of butter, but. I was I got stoned and was looking up topics for. I'm yeah, <laughs> oh, sorry. You can tell me about being too mean. It's it's. I'm, I'm just, no, you're not. I'm, okay. No, yeah. it's all good. Okay. Uh, no, but uh, the I guess in the East Coast, like the butter, the butter sticks are a lot longer than they are over here. Okay. And um, I also learned that butter used to be sold just in like a big one pound, like block. Yeah. Wrapped in parchment paper, and then. Uh, over time, they needed it to be cut smaller, and then I think over here, it was even cut smaller. And then it's just been like that for years, and no one's really known why. And now there's now I think because of like the internet and stuff and TikTok, there's just like this, like there's I think there's a little bit different color too. Like I don't, it was just, it was wild. I was just going through this like, and I I didn't know that butter could be. I didn't know that butter like was sold in different sizes, and I didn't know that it mattered that much. And apparently it does. And I don't know. I just thought that was interesting that for some reason butter sold in different sizes. Like it, there's no reason for it. Like, and I can't find like a legitimate, like, this is why it's just like one of those things that happens in the world, you know, and it just occurs and we keep going. And I don't know. Like, what are your thoughts on that? What, like, what do you think about wait, different I, butter sticks? I wish I had a, a time machine to go back. Yeah, yeah, before I told you, right before I told yeah, you, about yeah, all yeah, this. yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. and I could just live I'm my life you. happily without yeah. ever having to hear that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so mean. Uh, it's I, okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm honestly giving it. I'm like serving it up to you on a silver platter, <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, just yeah. like this butter. Yeah, exactly. I'm cutting through you like butter in a hot knife. Right? <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, butter, butter's cool. Have you ever, have you ever tried turning butter? Churning butter. You know the old way they used to make butter. Uh, yeah, I've just, tried or like yeah. shaking. Yeah, yeah. Making butter well, that no, but way. But I mean with the actual like wooden. It's like a wooden. I've done it at the fair, I think. Yeah, a couple times. I did it. I was a big fan of like old timey. It wasn't a Renaissance fair. I don't know what you would call it, but it was like uh, it, it was like you know Little House on the Prairie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like everyone was pretending to be from that time. Uh, um, was it like a section of the fair, or was it like the whole? Place? No, it was the whole, the oh, whole, wow. the whole shebang. And I remember as a child uh, watching a woman try to churn butter, and then I took a stab at it. Um, and then they said, you have to stop stabbing the butter. You got to churn it. And then, uh, mm. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. I I just, there's things like that in the world that I find, it, like, I just thought it was interesting. No, it, For it, no reason at all, there's just... Diff- like we have smaller butter sticks than like the east coast does but, and i think yeah. that there's like they like they must use it more i guess i don't know yeah or uh, just someone whoever started you know mrs buttersworth or whatever when they got over here they realized that for the same price they could just sell us less butter because we didn't know so they were like hey let's just let's just sell them less for the same price oh uh, they're just making making more yeah yeah to, yeah like, yeah they're just <laughs> 
just a money making operation. That's why I got to tell people about this, dude. I gotta, I gotta spread the awareness. Mm-hmm. So Write a letter to Congress roasters. demanding more the, the extra ten percent of butter that we're missing out on. I mean, it is, it is like a significant. I don't want, I want. It's probably not. I mean, it's probably cheaper over there. I don't know how. I don't know where you know how the pricing works. I love the co- the 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 lack of commitment to knowing. <laughs> we're just guessing. We're like, ah, how much is butter on the East Coast? It's probably cheaper. I, mean, I didn't dig, like I said, I wasn't, dig- <laughs> wasn't digging too deep into this. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Like, it, oh, that's yeah. we, we should start a business where we we fly to the East Coast and then we mail ourselves and get those butter. bigger butter yeah, sticks. Yeah, we get those big butter sticks and then we sell them over here for profit. We call them big, yeah. That's that's the name, big butter sticks. I like big sticks butter, but you know, we'll we'll, we'll, oh, we'll compromise. You know, <laughs> we'll find something. BSB does sound better. BSB, yeah. Big stick butter. Yeah, now we sound like a K-pop group. BSB. <laughs> we'll get double market. We'll we'll sell in Korea. It's gonna be great. We churn. Yeah, we dance and churn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're just gonna churn out those records, right? Okay. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I saw that in the news today that, uh, well, this is kind of, I was going to bring this up, but then I also saw something just a little bit ago too, like Tom Brady announced that he was retiring. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And there's a whole bunch of stuff about it. And then like, there's something now that's saying like, he never actually announced it. And so now the whole, you know, universe is in, is in panic mode. Cause they're like, is he going to play? Is he not going to mm-hmm. play like the, it like, like so that got posted. And then there was just been this like blow up of like, it's just like when, um, what was his name? Uh, Brett Favre, when he was like going back and forth with if he's going to quit or not. I, I, I think he's probably going to play still. I don't know. I mean, he, um, I think he, I don't know. Here, here, do here, I think honestly, if I'm being honest, I think either one of two things is going to happen. Right, either he's going to play or he's, or he's, gonna or he's, or he's going to retire. Yeah. That's my that's my insight. I would I would bet ten million dollars that one of those two things is going to happen. You'd have pretty good odds, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, I uh, think yeah. I, I have to cover my bases. <laughs> uh, I hope someone takes one of the wild card bet. I, I got to be honest. I I don't follow sports at all, so I'm I'm the I'm the worst person to ask. I can tell you. No worries. Yeah, I didn't know if you. I, I should have no, probably I, asked I, that first. I know I know a lot about movies and playstation 2 video games and that's the end of my knowledge so ps2 that was no i'm thinking sorry i was thinking uh i'm thinking i was thinking medieval you know medieval you ever play that game um medieval um i don't, I don't know if i did it was uh very similar to like i don't know like zelda or mario or something like that but you were this like you were this like skeleton. Oh yeah, like, like the really scrawny. I so I never played it. I know what you're talking about now, but I I, I recognize it, but I, I never tried playing it. Uh, only reason I bring it up is it was like a really big game on that console, mm. and I think that they're like remastering it. Ooh, and gonna that's exciting. Re-release. Was that, was yeah, that PlayStation be... Two or PlayStation One? That might have even been PlayStation One. I think it might have originally been for PlayStation One, but they had it. I think they had it for PS2 as well. Or I played it. I might have been playing it on my PS2 with a, as a PS2. Oh, yeah. Game. Back when you could do that. <laughs> how uh, is it okay if I ask how, how old are you? 
I'm 29. Okay, we're the same age. So, yeah, so we would have come up. Did you, so, yeah, PlayStation 2, if you were a video game person, must have been huge for you. Yes, very much. I I was into, I'm a racing game person. Oh, really? Okay. Were you like Gran Turismo? That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that game's like a black hole for for racing stuff. You could spend years unlocking and... I, uh, you, you know, the one for me, uh, at least on PlayStation, was a Burnout 3. That's the one I liked. A little more, it's, you know, more arcade but but actually. Did you ever try any of the Burnout games? Yeah, I think I know what you're talking oh, yeah, about. Yeah, because they're the ones where it's like, it's you're encouraged to like, cra- make people crash and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it was so much so much fun. The uh, only ones I wish I could have played, my parents didn't let me, was Twisted Metal. <laughs> for some reason. I just couldn't. Yeah. Like, I, tr- I wanted to. Like, they looked... They were like I'd go over to friends and play. I'm like, this is so sick. And then you'd go home and you'd be playing Gran Turismo or like Madden, and you'd be like, this is not. Yeah, I'm like, I, I'm I, had like, st- I wasn't allowed. I wasn't allowed mature video games growing up, so it wasn't. I, I the most I could do was T for Teen until I was mm-hmm. a lot older, or just go to the neighbor's house to play Halo or something. But yeah, <laughs> so much. Yeah, I think I yeah. eventually could. I think it was like Call of Duty Four is when I got to play. Yeah, uh, like the. That's around the same time. I think I I convinced my mom to let me play uh, Grand Theft Auto Four. So and oh, and nice. yeah, and Modern Warfare would have come out. They would have come out similar ish times. I don't remember exactly when they came out, but two thousand seven ish, maybe two thousand eight, mm. somewhere in there. You said you like movies. Did you go see the new? Uh, have you seen anything like? The, there's a bunch of new ones, but you've seen the new Spider Man or like the new the new Matrix recently. I haven't seen, seen Spider Man. Haven't seen Matrix. I saw a Licorice Pizza is the last thing I saw How in the theaters. That? I, I thought it was great. I haven't um, seen that yet, but it looked like people are saying. Yeah, it's really good. Do, do you know the controversy around it with the age no, difference is... between the couple? Uh, so, so some people are are saying that. Uh, so, so the woman it's kind of a, a romantic story between a woman who's 25 and a guy who's 15. Um, and I guess people think that the, uh, the age gap isn't big enough. So they, uh, no, uh, (laughs) that is, yeah. I mean, I can see why people would be upset with that. Yeah. But, um, it it was hard for me to be upset over my intense erection. Uh, so that's all I noticed. I was like, fucking, uh, I can't wait to leave this theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, no, I didn't even leave the theater. I took care of myself right oh, then shit. and there. Wow, yeah, there yeah. 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 I just do what I, when I come, I just yell, don't look at me. So that's why like, <laughs> I was just in the back of the theater. <laughs> don't look at me. Just jerking it violently. That's my, you know, everyone's got their thing. I mean, so, yeah. Do you say that when you're having sex too? Oh, like, yeah. You don't want it. Yeah, you don't want eye contact. You're you just of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't matter what, what's happening. <laughs> so alarming. Yeah, yeah. They're like, I can't breathe. I'm like, don't look at me. Ah, <laughs> uh, jeez. Uh, <clears throat> I'm excited for the new uh, Batman that's coming out. You know, I, looks... I I am too. I I'll be honest. I'm mostly uh, kind of burnt out on Marvel movie stuff. I've kind of stopped mm-hmm. watching it because um, I it, it, originally I watched every single one that came out, and then it just it just got to a point where I was just kind of tired of it. But the new Batman looks I I loved the Did you watch the uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Because it's the same director, Matt Reeves, who did the. the oh, I don't think I saw that. He did no, the most. That was recent, like the newer one. Yeah, he did the most recent Planet of the Apes movies, which are really good. There's uh, 
There's Rise of the Planet of the Apes, I think, is the first one. Then there's Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and the War of the Planet of the Apes. And Dawn is the best one. The second one is like an unbelievably good movie that has no... I mean, it's the best movie I've ever seen where a monkey dual wields machine guns. So, yeah, it's it's like the Citizen Kane of dual wielding (laughs) monkey (laughs) machine guns movies. But... uh, yeah, the, the, those movies are great. So that's, I get more excited almost about like who's making the movie than than the, the topic. So okay. So like I wasn't that interested in a lot of the DC movies in general, but the the new Batman does look good. Yeah, and it seems like there's going to be multiple uh, like villains in this one. Yeah, like, yeah, like the Penguin and the Riddler. Yeah, I think they're doing Penguin and and Riddler as far as I know, and then I know. Um, uh, the Catwoman is in it also. I don't know if she's a bad yeah. guy or if she's more in a gray area like she normally is. But I'm a big comic. Were you ever into comic books? Uh, kind of a little bit, not uh, like too deep. Uh, I mostly I was into like the Batman comics and then uh, some like Spider Man stuff, but yeah, never like never went like too deep into it. Uh, no, I was I was I still I used to work at a comic book shop, so I, I fucking oh, love okay. comic books. So I'm I'm all about I don't know. I'm, I'm, Do you have like a favorite like hero or for, series? For a superhero, it's probably Daredevil. It's either Daredevil or Superman. Um, and then for a series, I actually my favorite kind of comics are crime comics, so it's not superhero comics. And so there's a series I love called Criminal. There's two actually I really love. There's one called Criminal, uh, and there's one called Stray Bullets, and both of them are just very like uh, you know, it's just, it's no superheroes or anything. It's just people making bad decisions and trying to mm. trick the mob or whatever they're doing. Oh, okay. So um, like with, with daredevil, like have, do you feel, do you feel like they've done a good job with, uh, with portraying like the comic book to the, like, yeah. to the show? And the yeah. Movies? The, the show's great. The show, I mean, the show pulls pretty heavily from some of the most famous, famous runs of daredevil, but there's, yeah, particular it's like Frank Miller is like the big one with daredevil. And then the, the the run I really got into was um, uh, Brian Michael Bendis. It's this guy who did this really, I don't know, this really like incredible run on Daredevil. This is very like grounded and re- and real. And, uh, you know, he's a fun superhero because he just gets shit on constantly. It's just, it's just miserable being Daredevil. It's no fun. Mm-hmm. It's like me being, doing comedy. Um <laughs> immensely talented but no one respects me so <laughs> as i'm like people don't even know i can do karate as like, you just need to lose your sight you just need to be blind. yeah yeah exactly that's that's if only i i every night i rub chemical wastes into my eyes hoping to become the sun yeah the exactly hoping to become the next daredevil <laughs> of comedy but uh did you like the movie with Ben Affleck, or do you feel like that was just kind of bad? I feel like there's a lot of people that like Daredevil. It's like they kind of shit on that. You know, I watched it when it first came out as a kid, and that's a movie that I I liked as a kid. And some movies are better. I I know, I if I watch it now, I probably will, will tarnish the memory of Daredevil. So I'm just go. I'll go to my grave having only seen it once and pretending it's a good movie. Uh, dude, I've, there's some movies like that. Like I feel that way about the Green Lantern movie. Uh oh Ryan oh Reynolds. Green. I was thinking of Green Hornet. Yeah yeah. Green. I I never saw Green Lantern. I I heard rough things about it. Yeah, like I Green Lantern's like one that I like too. And uh, 
yeah, they just it was just so bad. And then they they were gonna re they were gonna do the sequel, but then they didn't, and it's now it's just like dead. Like no, I feel like no one even wants to touch it or go or like yeah. maybe in a few years we'll see like a re a remake or something. Um, but it was just weird to have him be to have Ryan Reynolds be Green Lantern. You know, he was already kind of doing Deadpool stuff at that time. Yeah, it was like ah oh, man. But I mean that happens like with a lot of a lot of that stuff. There's like you know they like the Hulk. I feel like has gone through that yeah. similar kind of trajectory where there's just new new actors and and it's like the story keeps getting kind of like and then he's like huge in some of the movies. Like with Frank, the one movie. It was like the first movie. He's like as tall as a tree in one scene. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, how the, is he this the, massive? The Ang Lee one. He's so big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I like that they're. I like that you know DC is doing continuing to do stuff, um, and yeah, yeah. The Batman movie just looks. It just looks so sick. It looks like they're going a, a cool direction with it. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm that, I think it's, it's, I think I get very tired with as someone I'm a bigger movie fan than like superhero fan, and so my mm-hmm. problem with like the Marvel stuff is is and if people like it, that's fine. I'm not because some people get upset if you say you don't like it, but it just feels it's all so much the same at a certain point that I just get and and no, I haven't seen the new Spider Man. I look forward to your audience's violent reaction telling me that one's different because that's what everyone does. Uh, but you know, it, it is, it's just, I, so I like, I like when they try different stuff. Like the new Batman looks mm-hmm. like they're going to try something different. I just heard the the score. They posted it recently and it sounds amazing. Like the music's really cool. Oh, cool. So I don't know. There, there's like so much interesting stuff happening in comics and then the movies don't necessarily reflect that. So I, I uh, I want to say like I feel like I'm on kind of the opposite end with Marvel. Like I haven't seen really any of it. I've seen some of it, but not a whole yeah, lot. Yeah. And like seeing the Spider-Man movie, I felt like I didn't need to watch a whole lot of it to yeah. get what was going on. If that like I don't know, like, like I think that's that was kind of cool because I was worried about that. I was like, man, am I gonna just like be super out of the loop here and feel like I wasted time? Like felt like I should have watched more movies yeah. before, but yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Definitely didn't feel like. Did that. you didn't watch like, like just how many of the Marvel movies have you watched? If you had to guess, um, well, I've seen all the Iron, the OG like Iron Man's. Okay. Seen the first Thor. Um, I've seen the first two Avengers, I think. And the. Did you see the other Spider-Man Captain movies? America? No. Oh, okay, that, that's an, so. I understand. You know, I I think you could probably watch it all without but does it did it even feel like you needed the first two spider-man movies or did you just get it it didn't really feel like i needed it there was some stuff where uh it it did a good job of like i think transitioning from the la- the end of the last one to this one so i knew like the main plot right away yeah like i was like i don't know who this guy i don't know who jake gyllenhaal's character is okay but i kind of uh, saw I th- that I, th- scene. I, th- I thought you were about to say i don't know who this guy is wearing the spider mask but uh, no. that's gonna be a problem. I'm like, why is he swinging around? I don't get it. What's the? Yeah, and I hadn't seen the Andrew Garfield, so I didn't know really who Jamie Foxx's character was. Yeah, um, he, he was a electro. The, the, yeah, I knew like the lizard and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, it definitely felt like you could just drop into that and like, yeah, get it. Yeah, I mean, that, that's part. I mean, I think the fun for fans of those is seeing at all of them so then you see like the little references and you're like "Ooh, i'm part of a club 
but I don't I don't think it makes the movies better. You know, like I get it. It's, it's I don't know. It's it's very it's yeah. become very culty. It has like I even I was like when I was telling you that I hadn't seen I was like oh he's gonna I was like waiting for you to be like what the fuck dude like oh no because <laughs> that's most people's reactions you know when you're yeah yeah like, well yeah, no I'm I'm like, in the heart of that people people go into me like what the f-? like because I'll tell them I'm kind of done with with Marvel movies but they'll be like but you've seen the new Spider Man it's like no <laughs> no I haven't because I'm an adult and I watch movies for adults <laughs> I'm not a little baby. I look forward to people's messages. I need to start some controversy online. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, do you have, like, uh, do you have any cool uh, shows coming up or that you want to, like, promote or plug for? Um, no. Not at all? No. Uh, uh, I don't know. What do I What do I have going on? I feel I like. I think this episode's coming out next week. Next or no, week. not this weekend, but next week. So it would be on the seventh. You know, uh, all all I'll say, all I got is uh, I'm just uh, working on working on my. Uh, I don't know what shows I got coming on, but if people like me and want to support me, they can follow me on Instagram, and I'll post my shows on there. Just at poor underscore influencer. Hell yeah! That's yeah. But is that is that's only on Instagram? You don't? Uh... Yeah, just just Instagram. Nice. Or you can just just put up put on text and just put my personal phone number up. And then if someone likes me, they can just call me. <laughs> and I'll tell them where the next show is. I'm sure you're millions of listeners. Yeah. Yeah, just billions, billions. Yeah, yeah. 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 You you're the Joe Rogan of the Bay Area, right? Yeah, everybody's leaving Spotify because of me actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so. <laughs> I saw something today that was funny. It's like uh Yoko Ono threatens to add her music to Spotify. <laughs> That is, that, is, that is very funny. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, shit, that's good. Uh, no, uh, thanks for doing this, dude. Um, yeah, thanks for having me, man. Uh, it, was, yeah. it was really nice talking to you. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please make sure to like and subscribe on any platform you're on right now and head over to Instagram or Facebook. Give the page at I'm Getting There Pod a follow to continue to stay updated on this. And we'll see you next time.